PFT Media. Scotch, a good conversation, episode 230-something. I'm not exactly sure. It'll be in the show notes. Um, ben Montgomery, how are you, sir? I'm very well. How good. are you? Uh, you? You look really pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, obviously, due, due, due to what's going on in the world, Ben isn't sitting in the room with me. Although, uh, a week and a half ago, you were like, I'm good. I'll come over. And I was like, no, no, that ain't happening. Yeah, that week ago now if you were like hey come on over i'm like yeah i'm gonna socially distance from everybody yeah it, the world's changed in a very very short amount of time uh really? but but thank you uh you you've listened a bit and these are three things that i know about you you and your podcast have seriously made me question one of my favorite records and i'm a little bit mad at you i hope you're happy tell tell the kids about what you do because you do it really well so I am the host of the Records Revisited podcast, along with my co-host, Wayne Fugate. Uh, we talk about our favorite records, and we do that with uh, a lot of really cool guests like uh, Peter from Scotch and Good Conversation. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we, lo- we let our guests pick the record. And then we do a we do a deep dive. And we're, we're a little bit different than a lot of the other music podcast we wanted to do something a little bit unique so um we score the record so we basically uh, talk about uh, our favorite songs down to our least favorite songs and then we come up with a, a top five based on our cumulative scores so it's uh it's fun it's uh I, i'm a big music nerd and uh I'm, I'm i'm i will freely admit that and uh I get to talk to really cool people and, and listen to really cool music. So that's cool. As a listener, here's what I like. And you said nerd. I prefer the term music geek. And I am also a music geek. If you are a music person, this is a very good podcast because you can deep dive into any, if you, you can learn about records that you've never heard about, or you like that when I, you asked me to come on the podcast, I, uh, I found uh, you guys, did a review of Octune Baby, which yes. is one of my favorite records that I it, it ebbs and flows whether I love it or hate it right now because it, it sounds like such a time. Like it sounds like not only does it sound like a time of my life, but it sounds like literally a time in history. It sounds like the time when it came out. And yes. you guys dissected it, dissected it surgically in a beautiful way. I, I was yelling at you guys that you're wrong and you're right. And I was close to tears at one point. And uh, I, I forget the dude who he, he was somebody cool. You had somebody cool on. Who was that? Matt Nathanson, Matt Nathanson who is uh, uh, 
uh, a, a great musician on his own, and uh, he's a big U2 fan. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I knew that I knew that Acting was his favorite record, so um, I, uh, I I tweeted at him uh, right around Christmas time. So he had put out he put out a um, uh, a cover of Jimmy Mitchell's River, mm-hmm. which. You can debate whether or not that's a Christmas song or not. Um, but uh, I, I tweeted at him. I said, the only thing that I want for Christmas um, is for Matt to come on my podcast to talk about acting. Based. Ballsy move. Yeah, good and, for you. It, and it was total ballsy move. And, uh, you know, I've done that to a couple other musicians without any responses. And he tweeted back at me like in a couple hours and said, um, 1000%. That's really cool. Yeah. And I, okay, well, um, have your people contact my people, which, um, my people is me. (laughs) And the next morning I heard from management and they said, um, let's, let's do this. It it was the best two and a half hours, uh, that I've, that I've experienced in the last uh, couple of years. It was, was really good to listen to. Like, yeah. it, you know, it, you guys really dissected it with, with a, just a very sharp tool and you tore it apart. It, and I, I loved every minute of it. Like it, it, it was as a fan of you too, as a fan of music, as a fan of your podcast, like, and then I went and checked out the artist and I like what he did. He did a Def yeah. Leppard cover record. That takes some yeah. balls, right? Um, Pyromadia. <laughs> And it shows, it shows that you guys love and breathe and, and enjoy music on every single level. And as a music dude, like either you get it or you don't. And there's people who say, well, I love everything. And that's cool. I, 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 it's better to love everything, but you guys do a deep dive. You, you'll, 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 you'll take a record. And, And I don't know if we're in a generation now that, that, sits down and listens to an entire record and I, I feel like they're missing something, but I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely sure you have your audience and, and they serve they are, are served well by you. And if you're listening, check out records revisited because it, uh, it's the cat's meow. I, I dig what you do. Thanks, man. I, I, I appreciate those kudos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where can the kids find it? Is there a MySpace? Yeah, if you just go to recordsrevisitpodcast.com, it'll take you over to our, our page with all the various episodes. You should set up a MySpace just to be ironic. Yeah. Right. We we consumed music off of MySpace. You and me both absolutely found some smartest through through MySpace. Probably back. it was a thing. It was a genuine thing. It was, oh, it was my favorite way to consume music at that point besides Napster, you know, and uh, I... Um, I, I, I miss MySpace. I'm, I'm, I'm a more fan of MySpace than any of that garbage. Thing number two I know about you is you've been to Graceland. I have. Yeah. Is it, is it everything you thought it was going to be and almost like some white trash garage sale? Am I wrong on this? Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I never was a huge Elvis Presley fan. Um, and uh, I just happened to have been in Memphis for, for work. Kind of have to go. And you kind of have to go. So, um, so I, I, I did the tour. Um, you know, it was, it was more fun watching the people who were there who, you know, they, they came dressed up in their Elvis t-shirts and you could tell that they made the pilgrimage. Yeah. Yeah. To, to experience Graceland. Um, I mean, 
I, I guess I have more of a appreciation of Elvis these days because of walking through those, you know, tacky, those tacky halls. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I had more, I, so I spent, I spent the first part of the day doing Graceland and then I went over to Sun Studios. I see. I didn't get to do uh, that. I was, I was, I saw that too. And I was jealous of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't done the stacks thing yet. And I also haven't done the art and studios thing. Um, I, in fact, I, right as I was, uh, uh, getting ready for this podcast, I was listening to some big star getting ready for, uh, uh, upcoming episode that was, you know, ardent. And were you and doing Matt. a big star episode with, can you give it away? Ken Stringfellow from the Posey. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a score. Good. Cool. Yeah. 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 I've reached yeah. out to him and he didn't talk to me at all. So no, <laughs> good. <laughs> good for you. Um, so, and he was actually in big star. Yeah. Yeah. The, the second incarnation of that back in the, you know, nineties to, I guess when Alex passed away, when Alex passed away a couple uh, of years ago was, yeah, it was four like years ago, 2010. Yeah. I, but, it's been yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I think it's been 10 years already. Um, so yeah. Um, so I was preparing for big star and so I still, I still need to spend some time in Memphis. I, I didn't, I didn't get the whole experience, but yeah, I went to Graceland. Do you get nervous when you talk to your rock stars? Um, yeah sometimes because <laughs> i i talked to one of my first rock stars yesterday and i i uh i almost pooped myself i came about that close to pooping myself i i was sort of hyperventilating at one point and i i sat and i meditated for like three minutes and i was like get it together peter be an adult it's like a phone call you're just making a phone call uh i'll freely admit i was a little um if you listen to that youtube episode that you talk about so i've been a matt fan since like 95 mm -hmm. and so i've watched his career um so I, i'm a little bit of a fanboy i didn't get that at all to matt nathanson and um so i was a little i was a little nervous uh leading up to that um but once you start asking the questions and you you, you well know this yeah yeah start asking the questions and you're into the you forget mics are on I, you, you forget about it. Yeah, that's 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 the beauty. That that's the that's the good stuff, the meat of it. When when you guys are just taught and you've got a, like a very captive audience. If you it's smart what you do. You you let the person your guest pick the record. So it's something they're super passionate about. Yeah. And they'll argue with you about it too. Like if and you guys you're not afraid to shit on a record too cuz you shit on my record a little bit. <laughs> Which and you're going to have to listen to the episode if you want to hear what record I I announce it. But uh I mean you you, you guys both were, like we were all over the board of what we loved and hated. We were all over the place that record. <laughs> it's a good well, record. But, but but here's the thing, we can we can find we can find the positives out of out of every record. So even though we do crap on some records, yeah, yeah. Um, I can honestly say that there's only been one record that we've talked about, um, and we've done, you know, ninety episodes yeah. so far. Is there's only one record that I really just I hated. Which one was that? So we did we did an episode with Willie Vlotten, who is an author. Uh, he's the, the the guy who wrote uh, "Lean on Pete" and um, uh, "Don't Don't Skip Out on Me." I think that's what it's called. Um, he's been in a couple bands as well. 
Um, and he picked Tom Waits's swordfish, swordfish trombone. I don't, I'm not a Tom Waits fan. I know why I, people like him, but I'm not. I, I'm not either. I, yeah. Tom, Tom Waits for me is a lot like, um, Dylan. I love, I love his songwriting abilities, yeah. but I, the, his, his voice just kind of grates on me. And so I love it when other people cover his music. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a ton of Tom Waits songs that are out there that I really love. Um, that record, I just didn't like, and I, and I, and poor guy. And by the end of it, um, you know, I, I, why did I come on this podcast? Right. I think a little bit pissed off because he was a referral from, from another author who, you know, that author had such a great time. Um, but yeah, I just, love that you didn't hold punches back. I love uh, it. It's good for you. And 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 we tried just so you just so the listeners know. Yeah, you're a good dude. Like, I, I don't believe you. Every time, yeah. every time somebody picks a record, we're like, okay, um, and I'll listen to it four or five times, and. <laughs> Usually, usually we can find some good stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Even, even out of Smoking Popes, there were some good songs. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite man. Uh, like literally, I could turn around the phone and show you posters on the wall. <laughs> it's fine, and that's what I love about music. Is is what I love. Maybe someone else won't love. You know, and and most people, you know. Uh, Everybody's got a sweet spot for a band that that meant something to them at a certain time in their life. And I I love that about music. It, it's we were talking about Octune Baby. Like it it was a season of my life. It was this perfect little, you know, I I was young. I I I wasn't I mean I was in my early 20s. You know, I I thought I was in love and it it, it rolled me from being in love to out of being in love. That was that perfect record that had those songs that that you know that the the breakup songs. You know, uh, I it to me it, it was a perfect record. And like then I hadn't listened to it in a little while. I listened to your episode, went back and listened to it, and I I got to hear it with a whole new set of ears, which was really kind of cool. Uh, thing number three I know about you is we were both at the same Hall and Oates uh, slash Tears for Fears show. I think um, yeah. was it me or was Hall and Oates just just uh, were they were they phoning again? They totally phoned. It was in. terrible, right? Like I, I'll say it. You don't have to in case you're getting Hall and Oates on your podcast. They were terrible. It was my first time seeing Hall and Oates. Um, I've been a Hall and Oates fan for years. How could you not be? Just had never seen them, and um, yeah, Tears for Fears were great. Way better. <laughs> yeah, they were really good. Like, you know, I, I went basically to see Tears for Fears. Like if you had said. Yeah, it, well, my wife said, you want to go see Hall & Oates on Tears for Fears? And I went, I want to see Tears for Fears. That'd, that'd be kind of cool, I guess. Um, and Hall and & Oates were just like a bad lounge band, you know, and with, with bad plastic surgery. And cheesy graphics, too. Like, the, the, the graphics yeah. that were playing on the screen were, were... Everything about it was disappointing. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. The, the, the best part of that, of Hall & Oates, was the, uh, the, the sax player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't phoning it in. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, everybody else. And granted, I mean, how many times can you sing Sarah Smile and really do it with a little bit of soul? You know. And, I, 
and that's kind of why I give them a little bit of a pass because just think about how many thousands of times that they've had to sing man eater. <laughs> You know? which, which is a mediocre song at best. I won't say it's a guilty pleasure, but, but it's great. It's a great, great pop song. It's a pop song. You know, they're a pop but band. I think the thing that made me the most sad about that yeah, uh, yeah. sponsor was uh, leading up to that. I watched a bunch of the live from Daryl's house. Yeah, they were so, good. Those were good. Those were fantastic. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, Daryl still loves music. Oh, to needs the money. So this is going to be great. And it's like, yeah, just just what you said. It's like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want to play Private Eyes. That's there's got to be new music. I guess they people want the hits and they can't fill a stadium and make the money. I I I, I have no idea. It, it literally, I walked away just being just melancholy and sad. Real quick, don't even think about it. Top three bands, singers, songwriters, or musical performers in your world right now. Go. Uh, in my world. I'm expecting uh, greatness from you, young man. We, we just did an episode about Jason Isbell. Okay. I think that everything that he does these days is just absolute gold. Um, I know the I, name, like newish. I, I'm a big Americana guy. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Isbell is pretty much the, the king of Americana. Hits all right? the high points in your world. Yeah. Okay. Two more. So, so, so he would be uh, he would be one of one of my guys. Um, good gosh, uh, world right now, or the the or uh, the world that I that I've been involved in for the last fifty years. It's as you perceive the question. I like throwing uh, that at you. So I'm I'm a huge REM fan. Good, solid. I'll accept that. Uh, so I I'm always good with uh, listening to some Mike Mills and Mike Stipe, um, and then lastly uh, I'm a big Neil Young fan. Yeah. So, um, the, the those would be top of mind right I, now. I um, what was that record from Hank to Hendrix? So we love you more. What is that record? Uh, Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. I I was that's that's the only one I could ever really get behind for some reason. Okay. Except for the last two tracks. I, I think the last two tracks made me angry. I need to go back and listen to that. I was listening to him, like, listen to a lot when I met Didi. Uh, real quick, one thing that the world needs to know about besides your podcast. What's the name of your podcast again? Records Revisited. Besides that podcast, one thing that the world needs to know about. Like, you have the power of uh, 20, 30 people are going to hear this. Uh, something that that is literally, literally like you know about. Maybe it could be a restaurant. It could be a, a brand of shaving cream. It could be uh, your your favorite doctor in town who works independently. I like to talk about the Radius toothbrush. It's a a beautiful toothbrush. You can get it in the right hand or the left hand. Got a really big head. Hits all my gums. It's a party in my mouth. I'm just hoping they send me a case of Radius toothbrushes. Go. Uh, I would say. Uh... <laughs> Yellow Dog Eats in Gotha. Nice. Yeah, I like that place. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been there a number of times. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. No, it a weird. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. The food's good. The vibe is good. Uh, they like to have live music on the weekends. Um, they got a VW van you can sit in the back. And you can sit in the VW van while you eat your barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Nice. Yeah. And we've known each other a little bit. I think we're like best friends now. Um, 
give me one piece of advice you can give me now that you know me so well uh, that would improve my life. How can Peter become a better Peter? Ooh, that's uh, wow. How can Peter be a better Peter? Um, just we we were talking before you you rolled about uh, uh, you know getting um, getting excited about certain guests. Just just roll with it, man. Just roll with it. <laughs> Do I not seem excited? <laughs> <laughs> no, we no, no, no. Oh, oh, being being scared. Okay, because I, I we had talked that I was being, terrified. <laughs> yeah, the being scared part. Like you, you, you don't need to poop your pants over certain guests. No, it's all good. I, I, that that's good advice, and I need I need to hear someone else say that because I had to tell myself it's just I'm making a phone call. Worst case scenario, I'll hit delete. You know, what's she going to come from England and yell at me? You know, I'm not overly concerned, and she was a delightful person, and right. I think she had a good time. So. I, I, you, you take this very seriously. And I, I, um, I look at each episode as a weird little piece of art and I don't want to mess it up. I like, it's, it's the only thing. Well, it's not the only thing, but there are very few things in my life that, that I, I went, yeah, I'm really super proud of this, you know, and not, I'm not proud of all the episodes. <laughs> Some of them are complete garbage, <laughs> but I, I'm, I still put them out. Like it, it, even if it's a garbage episode, I, I still put it up there for the world to see, you know, and I, I don't want to mess up. And I, I was just going to ask, yeah. is there, do you, do you go back and listen to certain episodes that you're proud of? No, no. no. I, when I edit, uh, I'll listen to it and then I don't go back and listen again. Okay. Of the 230, whatever I have, it, uh, I think 229 of them are probably ones that I would like to revisit, but I don't need to. I've got ones in the future. You know, I, I've, I've got people lined up to talk to for the next couple weeks. Yeah. And, and also I got the beauty of talking to people in real life, which, which is really cool. You know, I, one or of the three, what? Or through FaceTime. Yeah. Or through FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about the whole end of the world thing. Uh, I, I, damn it. Damn it, Ben. Uh, um, you know, I, uh, I, when I started this, I wanted to talk to my friends more. And I miss talking to my friends and that, that was it. And they were busy. And I, I would say, can you make like a half an hour, 45 minutes for me to just, can we sit and just talk, you know, and turn our phones off and just talk. And it's been one of the smarter decisions I've made. Like it, it's really, I feel like a better human being because of that. I walk away from every conversation, whether it's, it's one that I hated, which like, again, there's, there's, I can count on one hand how many times I've walked away from a podcast and went, I don't ever need to talk to that person again. And I, I put all of them out and I'm not going to say who is what. And, and okay. Although there is one girl, uh, Julia who lives in West Palm, she knows when I'm annoyed by somebody and she'll, she'll send me a little email or a text and go, you know, like talking to the, did, did you? And I was like, maybe you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Now is the chance to ask the first and only the first of those three questions, young man. And thank you. How old are you? Do you mind saying I am 50? Okay. So we're about the same age. That's what I guessed. I, I assume I, I saw some of your high school pictures. I assume by the, by your hair that you don't have anymore. Like we were around the same age. Yeah. 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 You, you assume by the long mullet that I had. Yeah. Well, I, I had the same mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. now, now we rock the same haircut more or less. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not by choice. 
Would you would you have hair? Like if 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 you could have hair, what kind of hair would you have? Uh, I would just have hair. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I I I want Michael Hutchinson from uh, In Excess's hair. I want his hair. And okay. Yeah. He he was a beautiful beautiful man. Absolutely. Yeah. First man crush right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you and me both. Uh, first question to me, please, sir. So, what is your least favorite aspect of podcasting? Facebook is a thorn in my fucking side because it, it, it's constantly changing and, and I wouldn't be on if it wasn't for the, for, for the podcast. I need it. It's a tool. Oh, I'm right there with you. I would not be on Twitter or Facebook right now uh, without the podcast. That's the only thing that's especially the only thing that's keeping me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it, Twitter now. <laughs> promoting, promoting the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind Twitter as much as Facebook. Like it, it's just, it's just, it's just a, a dumpster fire. Like I, I, I don't care like at all. And I like my Facebook groups. Got you good conversationalist. If you want to go take a look at it, uh, you know. And I, I like I like when people post questions and uh, like when people post stuff in there. I wish they would do it more often. But I like the interaction because the the people in the group who are, are, are really take part in the group I, I i a lot of them i've never met but i consider my friends you know i i you know i'm not gonna lie i'll like if someone writes something witty i'll go look at their facebook even though i i hate it like i'll go look at their personal page and get to know them and and um i like that aspect of it because it, i think it's what the idea was started on you know like ver like getting to know somebody <laughs> started on stalking yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but i i mean I, I wish people happy birthdays and i mean it. if I, if you don't get a happy birthday for me either I, I i didn't see it or i don't like you figure it out you know <laughs> um but i mean i i i try to be as sincere and real as i can be on facebook and it gets me in trouble you know Danny's like don't don't post political stuff and i'm like yeah, but I kind of have to. I don't do it in the group. You know, I do it on my personal page. Not often. Like I can count on on one hand how many times I posted something really super political in the last year or two, probably. Uh, I has, has it just been in the last year or two though that that I've dialed back. No, that you started posting political stuff. Oh no, no, I, I always always do that. I, I always did that. Yeah, like I, I you know, I, I've done it less because, and you might have this. I don't know if you realize it, but you have people who follow you because you have a podcast. Yeah, which is weird, right? Isn't that strange? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, you have listeners, and and I, I'm sure your personal Facebook page has gotten. You, you've got you get friends who you don't know, you know, and I, I, with the, you know, with very few exceptions, I'll, I'll, I'll if, if someone friend requests me and they know somebody I, do, I know, it's probably four or five people. I'll, I'll accept it. If it's yeah. someone who, you know, has a brand new picture in a bikini and it looks like they've never posted anything before. Yeah. I'm, but uh, you know, I'm, because I just don't think it's real. Right. So, and you know, and I'll block you if I find you annoying. Um, yeah, I just unfollowed a couple people on Twitter because I'm like, I just came here for the music stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, I use Twitter for for news, like, and I'm I follow a lot of different news organizations. Yeah. Ones I agree with, and ones I don't agree with, you know. And I, I 
Twitter is my new Twitter is my new Facebook. I spend too much time on Twitter on the toilet, you know, okay. just just reading about the world. And I open, yeah. I don't just read headlines. I open links and I read articles. You know, um, I don't even get get a, a really political on there. I'm going to ask you a question. A couple of them actually. Uh, um, uh, what T-shirt are you wearing? I am wearing a <laughs> uh, my not a surf T-shirt. Nice, so, nice. Um, it is the album cover for Let Go which uh not sure if you're familiar with uh, that particular record. Uh, it's one of my favorite records of all time. It is, uh, I kind of have a little bit of personal story as it relates to uh-huh. Let Go. Um, uh, do, do you have friends that uh, were big music people back in like high school or college days with you. And now they don't like listen to anything. Doesn't that make you sad? (laughs) It it totally makes me sad. And I, and I always was one of those guys that always question like, you know, people's parents because they're like, I would look through their record collection and, you know, there'd be some really cool like stones records and there'd be like kinks and the birds and, and, um, and then I'd be like, so what are you listening to now? And they're like, um, listening to the Rolling Stones and the Kinks. And, the- <laughs> and I always thought that that was just really sad. And then I started having kids and realized that I was listening less and less to music. And uh, I hadn't bought a record in forever. You know, you you're you're not a dad, so you haven't been in that situation. My dog like, doesn't listen to any music either. She yeah. she likes marching man music, like just oompa music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's German. That's what she does. <laughs> so so um, I I heard a couple songs from Not a Surf off this record and uh, saved up a little bit of money because I was kind of poor at that point and bought the record and I I credit let go as the 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 record that brought me back into loving music nice and uh so it's kind of got a a little bit of a special place uh in my heart uh i it's one of my favorite bands what what kind of you've got a couple you got three kids right i mean four kids four kids and what are their ages and what do they listen to so 20 year old listen you got 20 year old dude yeah, I do. Get out of here. You're an adult. I'm 50. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I don't have a 20-year-old. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So 20-year-old, so, so, so he is my uh, he's my autism uh, spectrum kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he listens to um, essentially video game soundtrack stuff. So what kids that's, listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he listens to. I think. To. I don't know anything about kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, my 17 year old daughter, so she listens to, um, a lot of musicals. So she's in choir at, uh, her high school. Um, and, uh, lot, lots of musicals. Uh, she, she and I do have a couple of things in common. We both love Harry Styles. Okay. Um, he's new ish, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was in uh, he was in a boy band, but he's kind of taken his own approach. Probably got uh, good hair. Does he have good hair? Uh, fantastic. Of course hair. he does. Stupid yeah. kid. I, I hate him. I, I hate him. He makes me oh, angry. I, yeah. I, I hate him from that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, 
let's see, 15-year-old, he told me that uh, his favorite band is The Weeknd. Okay, I, I kind of know that, I think, sort of. Yeah. And uh, 10-year-old uh, doesn't really care about music. Yeah, do they, do they think you're cool? Do they have any idea what you do? They don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I care. I'm impressed. I I, I think you're cool. I, I mean, and and you know, we they know that I'm a big music guy. You go to concerts together. I've seen pictures but, of you with. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, but they they have like no interest in. They they know that I'm a big Wilco fan and go to Wilco whenever I whenever. Yeah. The, close by and they're just like uh, i don't get Ew, it. dad's old Ew, yeah he's he's listening to his dad music again. <laughs> so, so so there's there's that um aspect but you know when we go on road trips i you must I, drive them crazy <laughs> listen uh, to this it's so good you know i i try and grab stuff to listen to in the car that i think that they'll they'll like yeah and i give a little music appreciation class while we're doing it so you know that they, they know who tom petty is they okay know bruce, bruce springsteen is um you know they they know you too um they're my wife is a is a matt nathanson fan as well what is a matt and nathanson he, he's the guy who was on the act on baby oh, okay episode. Oh yeah, so, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. Um, I, I like him. Like I, I, I looked him up. Does so, that help? <laughs> so Matt is definitely in our house a lot because um, my wife and I don't agree on a lot of music either. She's a new country. Oh, person. she must have thought you were really cool when you got him on. Um. Yes, she but, did. Cool guy. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, I. I like I said, I try and do a little music appreciation. Sometimes, sometimes they're like, yeah, that was, that was cool, dad. And other times they're like, oh, please turn that crap off. What are you making me listen to? What is this? The the biggest, one of the biggest disappointments of any road trip music was <laughs> I, I brought London Calling by the class. Oh no, no, no. This is important. And it's a pivotal moment. It's, it was, it, it's a, it's a very important record for me and they hated it. Um, I could like literally, I could put my hand right here and get an original pressing of it. Like, like literally, like it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you explain why it was important and why? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. To do all the music appreciation stuff. Um, and, it just didn't, yeah, it just didn't resonate. Um, I will say this. Um, I, I did turn them on to Prince and Bowie. Good, good, solid, good dad. You're a good dad. And yeah. they're both, um, both of those artists are stuff that, that, yeah, the family will listen to. Good. If I throw that on a road trip, um, you know, they'll, they'll at least sing along to, you know, the, the, the big Prince songs, the, you know, let's go crazy. Yeah. I could never take the place of your man. I, the, the, I, yeah. Yeah. Good. I, yeah. I, you know, that's a uh, pelly head. You might not want to have them doing that. Your darling uh, Nikki might, uh, might be out of the question. We'll, we'll not play cream. <laughs> Get on top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, or erotic city. We'll yeah. Erotic not. city might, might, that might be bad. Yeah. yeah. 
question number two for you, and my iPad keeps dying, so thank you for riffing on that. If humans had actual fur, would they have invented clothes? See, I waited. Uh, I waited for that. that that's a well, stupid question. Well, well, what was the question? Again? If humans had actual fur, would we inv- would we have invented clothing? No. You don't think so? No. I I think we might have. I think by the nature of us, I think we might have. I think you could hide things in fur, so I think we'd be all right. Yeah. Did, so yeah. so if you are you are you a hairy man? Uh, not on your head. <laughs> Me not, neither. I can, I can make those jokes. Not, not super hairy. I See, mean, now that, now that I'm in my fifties, like, you know, hair is coming in weird places like you know, the back and the ears, the you ears get hair are, in your ears. I got a lot yeah. of hair in my ears. Awful. It, you, you know, awful. You, you know what you do? Get one of those electric trimmers. Get, get, you know, the, bzzz, oh, I got one. yeah, I got it, one. it's, uh, I, I was doing my ears this afternoon. Nice thing about the coronavirus is, uh, you know, we really don't have to shave or, or like I have faced on my mother right before I got on the, on with you. And she's like, are you growing a beard? I was like, no, just don't need to leave the house anytime soon. I, I bet my kids can, can kind of figure when I'm going to record another episode of the podcast. Cause, um, when I'm all whiskery, the headphones don't <laughs> right. So I, I do. I do shave right before I'm uh, I'm recording an episode. So one of my biggest coronavirus uh, regrets right now is uh, I didn't get my eyebrows waxed before all this, uh, and, and now I'm afraid. Like I could probably, I think they're still open around the corner. There's a great clips that you know. I don't. It's not like I need to go to like a fancy place to have them rip hair out of my face. You're, uh, you're... But I just don't want to be that close to somebody, and oh, I'm I'm oh, getting wait. a unibrow like like crazy. So I took a little razor and got in there and and carved around on it a bit. But uh, when this is all over, I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself a fancy ass haircut and I'm gonna go over to Liberty Barbershop. Manscaping when this is all over. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, quest number three for you. What's something that your parents still don't know about you to this day? They're not gonna listen to this. No, no. <laughs> I, my my dad passed away last year. That sucks. Uh, it, like I'm sorry, man. Like it, it does. It it, yeah. it, 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 it. There's no way. To, like if you had a good relationship with your dad, that you walk away from that feeling good about it. Like it. it my dad's been ten years, and I can still tear up if I see something that looks like him. No, and and I, uh, yeah. There's certain songs that uh, make me just go, oh, um. <laughs> And and I'm doing I'm doing an episode on um, Carol King's Tapestry next week. That uh-huh. Um That was one of the few the, the the few cassette tapes that I stole from my dad back in the day um, because it was just good music. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, my dad and I we didn't agree on. You're not supposed music. to. You're you're, you're <laughs> very rarely do you agree with your dad. No, and. Uh, um, so, so I'm pretty much an open book. I'm, I'm definitely a mama's boy. Yeah. Is mom alive? What's that? Is mom around? Mom's still around. Yeah. Is she cool? You check on her? She, she's cool. Right. She, she, she's back in Washington state where I grew up. Um, and I've always been an open book with her. So, um, in fact, I think that I've missed maybe six or seven Sunday night chats with her. Oh, well, you are a good boy. Yeah. yeah, good for you. Um, so she knows everything about me. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if she realizes um, how much I enjoy the the smell of marijuana. Um, because of religious reasons, I don't I don't smoke. I don't drink. Have you ever? Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't had a drink since I've been legally. Good for you. Yeah, I like drinking, but it's dumb. <laughs> you know, it's, it, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, when I go to certain concerts, like, yeah. uh, you know, we uh, we went to, I got a, a group together and we went and saw Peter Frampton. Cool. Not a huge Frampton guy. but Still fun, though. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, this was his farewell tour because he's, he's got, you know, issues with his his uh arthritis and stuff oh, so, so this yeah. was this was it so i'm like we gotta go see frampton yeah like i gotta hear show me the way uh-huh. live yeah yeah well you know we were around a bunch of hippies for sure <laughs> filthy and, hippies uh, and their marijuana <laughs> and the rest of my group um you know are also members of, of my church and they're um you know they're like uh, what is that? What's that smell? And I, cause like my, that, that is my, so nice. You guys are nice. Yeah. My wife knows that I, I, I love, this, I love the smell of marijuana. Yeah. Um, just don't and, enjoy the smell of cocaine. Just promise me you won't do that. Like, right, right. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, so, but, but there were, there was a group behind us yeah. behind lighting up like every three or four songs. The concert. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I saw G Love. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a, actually, I, I'm not a fan, but there's a someone gave me a poster. <laughs> there's an autograph poster, right? Like literally right over there. Yeah. There um. So so I went and saw him in um in St. Petersburg uh, a couple months ago, and uh, the the people that were around me were lighting up. I mean, they were having a good time. It was an open air uh, venue, so. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got a contact high out of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I don't know if, I don't think my mom knows that yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of how I roll that. I, I really, you, you love the smell of marijuana. I, I think, I think she'd be okay. You're allowed to like smell the smell of things. I think that I don't know the rules, but it I, seems like you're right. allowed to enjoy your olfactory nerve. Right. I don't, I don't partake of it. Good. I'm not, yeah. you know, I, you know, when I'm at that G love concert, I'm not, intentionally standing next to a couple potheads yeah, yeah, yeah up every you know 12 minutes um that just happened I, uh, my yeah. uh i i don't drink coffee i've probably had 10 cups of coffee in my entire life but i really enjoy the smell of coffee like i really like it like i'll yeah. every now and then Didi will get a, a cup of coffee and i'll go good lord that smells good that smells so good no i i totally get you you know you you know there's something that 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 hits and 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 good for you for resisting like if it's not something you're interested in and and uh you know uh do you think you ever tell your mom in case she listens this i can cut this out you know i can make um, it go. No, yeah no. okay good okay uh <laughs> At this point, I don't think my mom is going to be surprised by anything. Yeah, you go I'm to a lot of concerts. Mom's probably yeah. pretty hip. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think mom probably knows. Like you know, and uh, you see, you call you call your mom all the time. You're a good boy, so I do. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you the Scotch and Good conversation, okie dokie, on this one. <laughs> and I don't think that's ever been a thing. Your second question to me, please. Uh, if I look at your music collection, 
Mm -hmm. What are the records that you own that might make me scratch my head? My, my vinyl, like right now, uh, like in, yeah, like in your collection. If I look at your your uh, your 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 old Napster account, oh. or, <laughs> or um, I or went through a collection. I I went through a pretty big techno phase. Like okay. I, I really, really liked techno back in the day. Like I, I, uh, I, I would go to raves. I'd go that that whole wax tracks Chicago sound and like. Did, uh, did, did you like the music or did you like the the experience of going to a rave and that kind of deal? I like the music. To me, it was the next answer. Like, like I guess I discovered that like the techno scene. You know, eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh, and then kind of hit my height, like in 90, 91, and I moved here in 91, 92. And there was a techno scene here in town. And I like the idea that like, like kids, you know, with computers were making music in their, their bedroom. It seemed very punk rock to me. You yeah. know, it, like people who had no no reason, no experience in music were making music. They were breaking, literally, I'd gone to like warehouse raves where they'd break into a building get a generator going, put some lights up and people would meet at a certain time and dance and everyone else in the room would be doing drugs except me. And uh, like sometimes it would get so hot, like the walls would get condensation on it. Like there would be sweat on the walls. And uh, that that's it was so sexy to me, and, and you know, and people in ecstasy are very nice. They're 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 they're, they're, they're annoyingly nice. Like, I, I, please don't touch my face, you know. And this is before like face touching was even not a, not a terrible thing. Or, uh, there elbow rubbings going on. Yeah, no, no, no. There, there, this was a lot of grinding, and, and uh, uh, but it, it was loud. It was aggressive. It, it seemed like, and it, the whole like the whole thing seemed dangerous to me. The, uh, the everybody there was on drugs. We weren't supposed to be there. The cops would roll up, and people would scatter like roaches when you turn the lights on. Uh, it, it it's to me it, it was dangerous. And in, and if ever now and then I'll go back and listen to you know uh, Nezareb or Front Two Four Two or you know Lords of Acid or something like that. And I was like, it's still okay. You know, it's, it's not my, my chosen thing. I mean, uh, I, I think even those, those like the, the bigger techno records, you know, like uh, that nine and pretty hate machine holds up. Like it, it doesn't hold up entirely, but I'd still think it's a very solid, solid record. Trent Reznor makes beautiful music now. So you view that as a techno record? I think so. Like it was, it was the, it was the uh, automatic for the people of techno. Yeah, I mean, it was the one that everybody went. Oh, that's that's what techno sounds like, you know. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it was it was computers and drum machines, you know, and samples, and and I guess that was the techno I was listening to. Um, I I like the culture. Like I I thought it was really interesting. There were pretty girls, you know, wearing bikini tops dancing. You know that that was cool. And, and again, I, I like the idea of seasons of my life with music. Like I I like. You know, when I when I hear certain sounds, like certain bands, certain songs, I think of some time in my life, and I, I'm blessed. Like I've had a good life, you know. And very few things, ha like very few times, have I been like just incredibly sad. And even in the sad times, there are songs that I hear that they make me melancholy. But I like being melancholy. You know, I I like the cure. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, me too. You know, yeah. I, and that that's the great thing about music is you know it takes you on this emotional roller coaster. I I 
like uh, if you would ask me i don't own any of those records now um but but i, I every now and then i'll go back i i try to continue forward with music i'm not as good at it as you are i mean like i i i'm going back and listening to bands that i don't know from you know like i'll, I'll go back and listen to 60s soul and and rhythm and blues and stuff like that. Uh, like the only band, like the only new band that I can actually think of that, that I've been listening to sort of regularly is a band called Spanish love songs that I, I can't even tell you what the new record is. It came out like last month and I really like that record. Um, and that's, that's a newer band, but I couldn't, I'm just, yeah, it, it, it's good. Like Spanish love songs is a very, very solid record. I think yeah. their hearts in the right place. They're, they're pretty funny lyrically. Um, yeah, and that's one of the ones that I went back and went, yeah, I, and I can remember their name. I guess that tells you something, <laughs> you know, from? what, where are they from? Do you know? I, not a clue. Like, no. and, that, and that's, that's the thing is what I admire about you is you're just jumping in with both feet. You're still, and I'm, you're still like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat that up. I'm going to write that down. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to look that up. And I do, I, I think the availability of music to me is so overpowering and daunting that I can't catch up. You know, it's, it's. There's just too much out there. There is, you know, and that that's great. That's a great problem to have. I am not complaining. Yeah, we talked about, about it. that on 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 the episode that you came on with us. Did we? Uh, I was drunk. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> I was a little drunk. <laughs> of of the, the the fear that you're missing out on yeah. that one song that's going to change your life. Yeah, my my my. Well, I, I'm going to miss my favorite song. It makes me sad. Like it really does. Like make me melancholy. That that I'm going to miss that one song, you know, that that's going to be perfect for that moment. And, and I also, it makes me sad for the person who wrote that song because, you know, everybody should get a chance to hear the perfect song in their life. Right. But I don't, a lot of us just a lot of us, I don't, but a lot of people go, Oh, I can listen to Jimmy Buffett's greatest hits forever. You know, that's good. That's boat music. Yeah. Uh, uh, here is a commercial. Life is crazy lately, right? Last thing you want to do is worry about what you're going to eat tonight. Truffle, mac, and cheese. You want it, La Femme du Fromage has got it. Give them a call. 407-571-9947. You can order that or you can order anything from their extensive menu. Plus beer, plus wine. You just roll right up to the East End Market, run in and grab it. No hassle, no crowds, and everything is delicious, locally made. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's cheese shop. Give them a follow on all the social media to keep up with what's going on. And make sure you support local. Let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. If you've been injured on the go, remember, just call Mo. Justcallmo.com. And we're back. Uh, this part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. If you like scotch, in these troubled times, <laughs> you should go to your local liquor store and get yourself a really good bottle of scotch if you like scotch or if you drink. And you could not do better than uh, Compass Box Whiskey. Uh, go to your local liquor store. If they don't have it, make them get that. And your button guy. If you need buttons for your band or your podcast, if you need buttons for your podcast, hey. Ben, your button guy is my button guy. 
There's two ways to get a hold of him. He doesn't have a website. He doesn't have a phone number. He's on Facebook and he's on Instagram. Message him and get at him. And uh, he he's he is fair priced. He's got a good product. He's got a great turnaround time. He's got a beautiful beard. He's got really pretty eyes. He's a good dude. Question number four for you. Why does the United States celebrate St. Patrick's Day, but they don't have any other yay us, yay us country holidays? Uh, we just we just talked about that on an episode that we recorded recently. Um, Wayne's hypothesis, my co-host Wayne, is uh, it's just a an American holiday uh, created to sell liquor. <laughs> probably Guinness <laughs> got behind a holiday, basically. And that's probably where Cinco de Mayo comes in as well. So um, I'm I'm surprised that there isn't. Uh, you know, Guinness hasn't jumped on that of we're going to celebrate in October. Hallmark, you, you don't think Hallmark's behind Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Secretary's Day? That's not a thing. I'm sorry. I have. A, I don't have a secretary. I was going to pretend like I did. But I, I, you know, I don't think that's a thing. I, I um I, I, I come from a family that used to give cards for everything. My mom, I have to tell my mom, you can stop buying me cards. I don't want your cards. I'm just going to throw them in the garbage. I stopped caring about your cards. Along, I love you. Call me, wish me happy, happy son, happy birthday. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I saw that. I thought it was funny. Question number five for you in these right now. And this is my one Corona, uh, coronavirus question. Okay. If one person could send you anything in the mail right now that would make turn around your day, make it the perfect day. What would that one item be? Um, it's always vinyl. <laughs> yeah. How many records you got? Uh, you know, records. I just started collecting records again a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have it. I have a crap ton of CDs. Uh, I listen religiously on Spotify. Um, I know that that's not where musicians are making any money. And yeah. I'm, they're not making any money anywhere, but touring. And that's out of the question for a little while. So, right. Yeah. But, um, I just got a new record from a band that I like today in the mail and it totally brightened up my day. What's the so, name of the band? Uh, Yumi Zuma. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. They're, uh, Australian band They're They're, um, indie rock, college rock, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but they're pretty chill. Um, I, I really dig them. They're Are you on the band my... camp? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge band camp guy. Yeah. And, and I don't know why. I think it's just, it's much easier to navigate through Spotify than it is Bandcamp. Uh, their website is a little clunky to me. Bandcamp? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm still trying to find my way around. And I like the fact that it seems to understand what I like. And uh, Spotify yeah. seems to just keep suggesting that I need to listen to Peter Murphy more or something like that. Guess it thinks I'm sad. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't even really. Not a huge Peter Murphy fan, but uh, um, Spotify doesn't seem to understand me. Bandcamp seems to get me where I am in my life now. So here's. So let me let me tell you where I think that I've cracked the code on Spotify. <laughs> okay, good because I need this. Because their release radar stuff, uh, those those particular curated, especially for you, um, playlists are pretty spot on for me. And yeah. the reason why is you got to go create your own playlist. Oh, uh, see, I don't do that. And put stuff in those playlists. Uh, and then Spotify is going to start recognizing, oh, uh, you like 
stuff like Ryan Adams. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna Are we allowed to like, like Ryan Adams now? I thought we weren't supposed to like him anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm looking at the, my screen right no, now. No, no, that's, that's okay. I mean, I, like, I got a Whiskey Town record that I love, but I can't bring myself to listen to it because apparently he's a dirtbag. Well, who who would you rather have me said? Would you rather have me said Ryan Adams or Ace Freely? Did Ace Freely do something I'm not aware of besides just be a druggie? Well, I was I, when you were talking about techno. Oh, okay. That one song that I used to play as a DJ, the New York New, New York, York Groove. New York Groove is a great song. <laughs> and and so that didn't come up. The techno song didn't come up, but. Yeah. Uh, New York, New York by Ryan Adams and New York Groove by Ace Freely and New York by Don Henley came up. Okay, New York Minute's a great song too. Yeah. I I, uh, I just didn't know if we were allowed we were allowed to like Ryan Adams anymore. No, we're not yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm standing by that Whiskey Town record. That was before we knew he was a dirtbag. I, I I like Whiskey Town. I like Whiskey Town more than I like Ryan Adams. Um, question number six here. This is an email. And here's the thing. Emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. Right now, they're closed. And they're closed until they're able to open again. And this makes me sad on a number of reasons. Because A, they're friends of mine. B, they're a sponsor. C, they're a great bar that does amazing things here in Orlando. They bring in live music. They bring in light artists. They bring in local art. They bring in uh, 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 beers from Florida. They're... They're a cool local hip bar. And right cool. now, because cool have you been there? Yes. Yeah. And because of what's going on, they, they had to close their doors. So here's what I need for you to do as a listener. Give them a follow on Facebook and on Instagram. And I, I think they're on Twitter. And the minute they get open, go by there. And even if you're, you're not going to just go by and get a gift card. They sell gift cards. Go by and put some money in their tip tip jar. Go by and uh, grab a sticker and repost their stuff because if we get behind the things that we believe in, we can help them. So the Nook on Robinson, there'll be links in the show notes. This is an email. If you want to email me, make them short, make them sweet. Words of the enemy. I do not read well. Conversation at gmail.com. The title of this is Afternoon Pina Colada. And all it says is Afternoon of the Light by the Starland Vocal Band or Escape the Pina Colada Song by Rupert Holmes. Which do you blast and which do you burn? Uh, Escape you absolutely listen to. Um, <laughs> who doesn't love a song about, you know, two whores? Because that's <laughs> out. Because <laughs> he's looking for, you know, somebody who likes, you know, making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape. Um, and comes to find out that the, you know, the gal he shacked up with um, is also a whore. <laughs> so you keep that song. I don't know. Afternoon Delight's about doing it in the afternoon. That's pretty cool, too. Know, but, but <laughs> afternoon Delight. So the only time that I will appreciate listening to that is um, the scene from Anchorman. Oh, That's yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> That might be the best scene in Anchorman because it's just so, such complete nonsense. So if Paul Rudd is singing it, then yeah, you keep that. <laughs> the, the Starlight, whatever. What, what's Starland, the Starland vocal van. Starland vocal van. Uh, That's uh -huh. it. Yeah, uh, burn that one. Okay, all right. Here's a commercial. If you're like me, right now there's two things you want to do. You want to help the community out by supporting local and you want to drink craft beer. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor 
has been doing craft beer locally here in Central Florida since the beginning of the craft beer movement, and they're going to continue doing it. Right now, they're open selling beer to go to you. Sundays and Mondays from noon to 6, close Tuesdays because they need time to rest too, and open every other day from noon to 9. Award-winning craft beer, and you can get beer to go from any one of their 300 bottles and cans. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor is conveniently located in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive. Support local, drink craft beer, tell them we sent you Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor. Have you been injured on the go? Remember, just call Mo. Justcallmo.com. Your third question to me, please. Have you ever recorded an episode that you didn't want to release other than this one? <laughs> I like that. I'm having fun. You, 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 we're, we're, we're good, right? This is cool. Yeah, we're good. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there's one. I released it anyway. There's one, there's one that I really hate <laughs> and I released it anyway because that person did nothing wrong with me to, to me other than I just don't think we could be friends. So, you know, and, and people, I'm not meant to be buddies with everybody who sits on the blue couch or, you know, and that's cool. You know, and if I, if I saw that person in a bar or something, I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? You know? Uh, uh, but when I, if I'm scrolling through, the the uh the website scotchgoodconversation.com uh and i see it it makes me cringe just a little bit you know i'm like i just i i don't like that person and i don't i don't like like giving advertisement to the thing that they do notice yeah. i'm not even mentioning it <laughs> like I, you know I, I, through to figure out which one it is now it's it, it's uh, near the end, you'd have to listen to all of them. Like near the end of it, you, I'm getting really snarky. Like you, you can tell I'm annoyed. Uh, um, you know, and I, it's it's cool. You know, we're not supposed to be friends with everybody, but you know, one of the beauties about this, what we do, what you do, what I do, is you don't have to agree with everybody. You know, you know, you don't have to like every record that that somebody suggests, and I don't have to agree with everybody. Yeah. Uh, question number seven for you're almost done. What was your favorite Halloween? Do you, do you celebrate Halloween? I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what religion you are. I know there's some religions that don't celebrate Halloween. What was your favorite Halloween costume? I'm I'm not a guy that likes to. Not ever, even as a kid. What was no. your worst Halloween costume? How about that? Did mom and dad ever make you one? I think I was Fred Flintstone for like three Halloweens <laughs> and I was, um, do you remember the banana blitz? Oh yeah. 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 La, 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 la. Yeah. yeah. That's a great, uh, you know, that cost him now be worth a million dollars. Uh, who, who is the, who is the main dog? The one that was, that, I, like, I, I couldn't tell you the name. Yeah. I was him for like three years as well. That's a very cool costume. See that, that's solid. Nice. Nice. But it was still the, the, the mask with the, rubber band string and um so so we went pretty cheap we didn't yeah um one year one year as an adult so i have a goatee okay as you can get out of here yeah yeah Uh, and uh one year i it was a 70s theme and so i i cut the goatee to look like it was a fu manchu and bought like a polyester suit 
that was brown with huge nice nice yeah and i look like one of the dudes from the beastie boys sabotage video probably yeah that i i was favorite yeah anton levey you could i could have pulled that off a little bit also but that's that's belly evil uh dd my wife one year we had a last minute like two days before we were going to go to a costume party and uh remember when britney spears saved her head yes I did that <laughs> and she, she nailed it. We got a little pair of shorts. I put on two pairs of pantyhose cause I wasn't going to shave my legs and it looked like I had, I had silky Britney Spears legs and uh, she was paparazzi. I was Britney Spears. And about two years later, I was seven from stranger things. And she was a uh, Dustin. Is that with that Dustin kid? Is that, uh -huh. that that's a kid from stranger things. Yeah. That's the boyfriend. You're com complete with uh, blood on my nose. Um, nice. Um, I, I think that, that those were the two. When I was a kid, I, I distinctly remember one year, my mother, like the night before taking two pieces of poster board and making me an ace of spades costume. Like literally it was like a, two pieces of string around my shoulders with staples and she had drawn two ace of spades. You ever seen Lisa Simpson when Homer Simpson makes him the Florida cost uh, a costume? And he spells Florida wrong, and it's ill-fitting. <laughs> like it's look it up, Lisa Simpson uh, costume Florida. Like that's what in my head what it looked like, and that's I think that's why I don't like Halloween ever. Um, plugs real quick. Remind the kids where we can hear your podcast. So records revisited podcast dot com, and uh, yeah, you can find it at any of the major podcast platforms. So Apple Podcast. Stitcher, Castbox, Spotify, yeah, Google. We actually skipped one, but you gave me one already. Who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? Boom. Yeah. You who is who is that? Remind me again, in case I get that. This will be the foreshadow to that. So I I uh, I introduced you to Ira Elliott from Not a Surf. That would be very cool. I hope he's listening because I really want him to come on. Because <laughs> Ira. Uh, so Ira's been on my podcast twice, um, and he's just a fascinating guy. Yeah, like yeah. He, huge, huge Ringo Starr fan. Um, I had him on when uh, Rick o uh, o Okasik died um, because Not a Surf's first record was produced, produced by, by Rick Okasik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Ira played with him on. Uh, he played in some uh, some band with him too, right? One of his, yeah, one of Rick's solo records. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I I looked a little bit on on his uh, looked him up a little bit when uh, yeah. you suggested him. I, I hope it works out. Thank you so it's much. Did you have fun, man? Yeah, man. Good, good. I yeah. I, I appreciate it. So at some point I'm when this when. I'm kind of surprised that you invited us on after we crapped on uh, pure imagination from Smoking Pope. So. <laughs> like again, I I like the fact that that people like music that I don't like, and I like music they don't like, and and that's just it. You guys are are true music fans, and yeah. I, I really dig what you're doing over there. And uh, when when does my episode, your episode, the episode that I was on, come out? Do you know? uh next tuesday okay i'll i'll post it up in the facebook group and stuff like yeah. that and i'll put links in the show notes uh the haunting theme of scotch a good conversation was written by my buddy cj mask i'm assuming he he's he does like touring and stuff with uh the music industry and i'm assuming right now he's not out on the road if Sometime. you need 
if you need a uh, uh, like a record produced or someone to master your records or music for your podcast or something, get at me. I'll get you at him. Uh, Patreon.com slash Scotch and Good Conversationalist is uh, my little group where if you want to throw some money at me, you get to kind of look behind the scenes of Rosie Land and there's blogs and there's videos and stuff like that. Look around. If there's someone in your world right now who's nearby and you don't have to touch them <laughs> or shake their hands or hug them um, and they need your help or they look like they're sad, just ask them. You know, that right now I think we need to open up to each other a little bit and make sure we're taking care of each other and make sure that we're watching out for each other's back. And uh, it, it, while we still can, <laughs> I, I don't know, it changes every minute, go outside and play and pet dogs and uh, take care of each other. You guys, I love you. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. Media Production.